to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. I cannot wait for you to dive into today's episode. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. Today, you are listening in on a conversation that I had with the founder of Elix, which is her name is Lulu G. And we talk all about traditional Chinese medicine and herbs and supplements and menstrual health. I know you are going to vibe with this conversation so much. She is somebody who had a lot of issues with birth control, which I know so many of you, maybe you listening right now, have experienced. And because of those struggles that she really had, this is what really got her into back back into, I should say, the traditional Chinese medicine world, back into her heritage, using herbs and creating this incredible platform called Elix Healing, which if you are not familiar with it, of course, I'm putting all this in the show notes. We talk a lot about it in this podcast episode. It is something that is really revolutionizing the herbal supplement community, as well as really supporting women from their first period to their last hot flash, as Lulu says in the interview, which I absolutely love that phrase so much. So just a little background on her. If you are unfamiliar with her, she actually was somebody who used to work um, at Saks Fifth Avenue. And then because of the issue she was experiencing with birth control and with her menstrual cycle, she got so into traditional Chinese medicine So she then trained in herbalism and traditional Chinese medicine at Emperor's College, the New York Open Center, Arbor Vitae, and at the International Integrative Educational Institute under the former president of the American Herbalist Guild. So she is all certified in so many different areas. She is a wealth of knowledge about herbs and traditional Chinese medicine, which is something I am super interested in. I touched on this in my holistic nutrition certification and have just been completely obsessed with it ever since. So she talks about well, first of all, she really explains traditional Chinese medicine in such a simple way. If you're somebody who's not really sure what it is, you're going to get a much better understanding of it. She talks about how herbs actually work in our body, what to look for in supplements for quality purposes, the different herbs, all about her company, Elix Healing, and how it's so supportive and, and individualized and personalized, which you know I'm all about. So I am not going to give you all the details of her because she goes into it, and I'd rather you hear it from her herself. But I do want you to know that you are going to really love this episode, so I can't wait for you to dive in. Without further ado, let's get into it. Lulu, welcome to Mind Your Hormones. I am so excited to chat with you today. I can't wait to have this conversation with you. I would love for you to just give a little intro on who you are and what you do in this space. Awesome. Hi, Corinne. I'm so honored to be here. Um, my name is Lulu, and I'm the founder of Elix. Elix is really the first community and platform dedicated to empowering people to be their own best healer through personalized traditional Chinese medicine that's clinically proven. And uh, we've built an entire community of educational resources and support. And our goal is really to be her friend and advisor from her first period to her last hot flash and everything in between. 
between. As you know, the world of hormones, there's so many questions and, you know, so few natural holistic solutions out there. Oh my gosh. I love that you just said from her first period to her last hot flash. Like that is such a great tagline. Amazing. I cannot, it's so true. We need more resources like this. And especially with the Chinese medicine aspect to this, like this is something that was touched on in my holistic nutrition training. And I've just been fascinated by it. And especially with hormones, I feel like there is such a huge like wide open door where Chinese medicine can really support hormone health and just your overall wellness in general. Let me start with how you started Elix. What made you actually start this company and this brand? Yeah, great question. Well, I actually never thought I would start a business. I loved my corporate career. You know, I was a consultant and then I led strategy at Saks Fifth Avenue. By the way, amazing discounts when you work in retail. <laughs> it was like <laughs> my entire time. Going. Oh yeah. It was like we would have Chanel sample sales that were like oh, 70% off. And like <laughs> I, I just like I ended up accumulating all of this stuff. But anyways. So it was kind of during this, like I got promoted. I was running a huge 300 million portfolio of strategic projects. I got married, like so much felt like it was going right in life, but I was exhausted and I was so overworked. I was probably working like 70, 80 hours a week, getting by on like five and a half hours of sleep. And wow. my body was just like chronically depleted. Mm. You know, and I was like over caffeinating. And then I was like drinking on the weekends to like work hard, play hard. Yeah. And you know, after I got married, I, I realized I wanted to go off the pill because the pill always made me feel super nauseous, like mm. anxious. Um, and I just didn't feel like myself. And by this time I had tried a couple of different pills and they all made me feel awful. Mm. And when I finally went off the pill, this combined with the lifestyle I was living, my body just like totally gave up on me and wow. it manifested in my periods. Mm. Um, like my periods went from like a blip on the radar to utterly depleting. Mm. And the first couple of months, I didn't even know it was my period. I just thought that I had the world's most insane stomach flu, like wow. my stomach churning inside out. It felt like someone was stabbing me in the uterus with a dagger. Like I couldn't sleep. I would just oh like wake God. up in night sweats. And then I had these like crazy migraines, like bloating. And I remember I was supposed to be at this huge board meeting presenting like a post-merger integration plan. My company had just acquired Guilt Group. It was like this online flash sale site. And instead I was laying curled up in a ball on the bathroom floor and I couldn't move my body. Wow. And when I went back to my gynecologist, her only solution was like, well, we've got to get you back on the pill. I was like, well, yep. what if I don't want to be on the pill? Yeah, what's the other option? <laughs> right. And she was like, well, I could give you something prescription level for the pain, but that wouldn't be good for you. And I was thinking, well, the pain, the pill's not good for me either. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, right? Those are kind of like it's the insane. only two options that we're left with as women. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's kind of when I found my way back to Chinese herbal medicine. So my grandfather, who I call my Gong Gong, he actually ran a hospital in Hunan in Southern China. And it was the hospital I was born in, wow. but I grew up in this like very all American town and I wanted to be an all American girl. And I, you know, quite frankly, this was before like super fruit tonics and bone broth and adaptogens. And yeah. 
I didn't want to be like that weird kid at school, (laughs) like just stinky, like smelling soups and tonics. And so I kind of, you know, embarrassingly turned my back on Chinese medicine until this point in my life. And Mm. my grandfather actually introduced me to Dr. Xia Hongshen. He is one of the leading practitioners of herbal medicine for women's hormone health in China. He's written over a hundred papers, 45 books, all on how herbs and food as thy medicine can help heal our bodies. Mm. And I remember on like a family vacation, I went to go see him. He's based in Shenzhen and he read my pulse, asked me to stick out my tongue. And the first question he asked me was, how are your menstrual cycles? Because he could see based on um, my pulse and like what was going on, the inflammation and the hormone imbalance on my tongue, that something was off. And Chinese medicine considers women's menstrual cycles to be our fifth vital sign. Yeah, You know, like the leading indicator that something is off in your body. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, you know, he, he actually asked me right then and there if I ever wanted to have children one day. And this was like five years ago. And I was thinking like, yeah, one day, but not anytime soon. Yeah. Well, if you don't work on balancing your hormones now, you may have trouble getting pregnant in the future. And that was the first time someone had made the connection for me between our like menstrual symptoms and menstrual health and fertility. Mm -hmm. And then he also kind of went on to talk about like life expectancy and like all of these like broader ramifications for our overall health as women Mm -hmm. that our periods are just like an indicator of. Uh, And so I was like, okay, what do I have to do? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now you got me listening. Right. And he's like, well, Based on your underlying pattern of imbalance, I'm going to give you like these 12 herbs. I want you to go buy them and then, you know, brew them for 45 minutes a day and drink it. Um, and you're like the next month, the week before your cycle, like in the luteal phase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I come back to New York. I've got like the list of herbs. I have no idea where to go. To, like, <laughs> like, where do I find these herbs? <laughs> Yeah. So the list just kind of like sits on the bookshelf until like a few months later, I have like a couple more of these episodes where I can't move. And I'm like, okay, I've got to go find the herbs. And it was like a struggle. I've got to tell you, Corinne, like even being Chinese American and speaking Chinese, I was like, where do I go to find organic high quality herbs? Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, and then, so it took me a while to procure them, but then once I got them, it was like Chinese medicine, the best way to drink is actually to drink your herbs. It's not to take them as pills or powders because that might not be absorbable for the body. Mm. And so it was like a process to like, you know, get these herbs, wash them, boil them for 45 minutes a day. Yeah. Like that, uh, like a, most people are not going to take the time to do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, that next month, I remember I just thought my period was late because normally I would get the stabbing pains like a day or two before my cycle started. And I was like, okay, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but that next month I just thought, okay, maybe it's late because I still feel like my normal bubbly self. And so I remember very vividly, it was like in the springtime, I go to work at Saks and I'm thinking like, okay, my period's not here yet. Like I can wear a dress, like a white dress. Yeah. And oh no. I go to the bathroom. I remember very I go to the bathroom. It was like 11:30 a.m. like before lunch and I'm still feeling like very energetic, very peppy and I look down and I was like, "Oh shit." Like I dress on today. Of course. I totally bled through my dress and I had to like run back to my office, grab a cardigan, tie it around my waist and like run across the street to the (laughs) Saks flagship store and like buy a new dress ASAP. Oh my god. The one time. 
the one time, but I was so shook at how quickly yeah. the herbs worked that yeah, I the didn't very next cycle. Yeah. The very next cycle, I didn't even feel the bleeding coming on. And then of course, like that first day I like felt my stomach churning, but I didn't feel those stabbing pains. And I was so shocked at how good I felt on my cycle that I started talking to my girlfriends at Saks about it. And it's like, even Saks Fifth Avenue being like 80% female, we still never talked about our periods. Right. It's like this Um, taboo subject. Totally. And when I started talking to my girlfriends about it, I found out like my friend, Allison, who's like the skinniest person in the world, like couldn't wear jeans a week, a month because of her bloating mm-hmm. or like my friend, Heather, who would often like call in sick or work from home for her migraines. They were actually like menstrual migraines. Yeah. It was like, all of us were suffering in silence around the time of our periods, but none of us were talking about it. And then I started drilling in and it was fascinating. Like HR Institute did a study that like nearly 50% of women are actually embarrassed to talk about our periods at work. And so when we do call in sick, we blame it on like, like I did, like the stomach flu or just like not feeling well, because it doesn't feel like there's a safe space for women to talk about these things. Yeah. Or cause someone will be like, oh, it's just your period. You could come in, like suck it up. Like, you know, like that's like, it's especially depending on who the boss or whatever. Oh, totally. Or they're like, yeah. oh, it's just PMS. Right. And yeah. Like, right. It's PMS like, really and it's known that's like, oh, get over it. It's right. not that bad, but it really can't be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much in there. I love that story so much. And so many women who are listening to this right now can connect with so many things that you talked about of being on birth control and feeling horrible. It being the only solution that's given to us, them not knowing what to do, them having these painful periods. And it's also like, because in our society, it's made normal to feel like this. So people don't even seek out help sometimes because they're like, oh yeah, of course I'm in pain. Of course I'm doubled over and I feel horrible. I'm getting my period and make it that it's normal when it's not. Like it's, it doesn't have to be that way. The normal thing is how you felt after that cycle where you accidentally got blood on your white dress because you didn't know your period was coming. Like that's how it should be. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's crazy how like for thousands of years, women have been made to feel guilty or shamed when we are talking about like real conditions of pain in our body. Like there's been so many studies done about how like women are made to wait longer for pain medication in the emergency room, like how women's pain is like systemically dismissed by healthcare providers and in the healthcare system. And this issue is like worse if you're a woman of color or like in an underserved minority group. Um, and even, you know, like dating back thousands of years and like ancient Greek culture, they actually, when women were in pain and they couldn't figure out why they would label it as hysteria what? and hysteria was like a medical condition, like literally being taught to doctors up until like a couple decades ago. Wow. Like it's crazy. And so you think about the history of like where we've been from a women's health perspective. And that kind of explains like where we are today and why, like in Western medicine, there really aren't great sustainable solutions. Zero. But then you look at it from like an Eastern medicine or like a more holistic perspective. And, you know, what I found really interesting is dating back 5,000 years, Chinese medicine has really believed in healthcare as a holistic mind, body, spirit connection. Mm -hmm. And so it's, and healthcare is really about getting to the root cause of our imbalances. So we can live in a state of balance and balance. Isn't like, Oh, I feel balanced. It's not a static state, but it's Mm -hmm. more of like, how do we live in tune with like the seasons of the year and like eat what's in season? Because then we get the nerve 
nourishment that we need? And how do we really like change our diet, our lifestyle based on the seasonal shifts? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, there's kind of like for women, like this monthly rhythm, which aligns actually very closely to you know, the, like the different phases of the menstrual cycle yes. and how we should be caring for ourselves differently. And then there's kind of like, even like a daily circadian rhythm. Um, and that's where the concept of like yin and yang comes from. And it, like, if you think about yin yoga is all about like rest and relaxation, yes. like yin is the time of the day when the sun sets and you should start kind of like, you know, setting stuff down and like, preparing for rest and relaxation and digestion and getting a good night's sleep. So then young, the young period when the sun rises, you can be like alert and energetic and go about your day. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. This is like exactly what I talk about all the time. And just what I believe in treating things holistically and getting to the root cause. And unfortunately in the Western medicine, like in the United States, our healthcare system is really like sick care. That's honestly what it is. They don't, and it's not the doctor's fault because this is just really what they're educated on. Like, I really believe it starts with the education system and they're just not educated on how, what we're eating every single day and how we're living our lives actually affects everything in our body. Like it's just not talked about. So Okay. So let's get into then Chinese medicine and exactly like what it is. I know you said it's, you know, addressing the root cause living in season, like how, if someone is completely new to this and they're listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm super interested in this. Like what really is it? And how can we start using it in their, in our daily lives or maybe things that they might already be doing that they don't know is something that supports traditional Chinese medicine or just anything that we can just teach the women listening who just have no idea what it is at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, great question. Uh, and part of like, that's, that was our intention behind launching Elix is to start this like educational journey about like, how can you live and um, tune with like the rhythm of the day, the seasons, and like really tune into the signals of your body mm. and start healing at the root cause. Because in Chinese medicine, like every symptom um, is indicative of like an underlying state of health. And so mm. Um, we actually have a free online health assessment on the Elix website, uh, elixhealing.com. I'll put that in the show notes for sure. Amazing. Um, But basically the step one is just to tune in and to like notice and be aware of what's going on in your body. And I know Corinne, you talk about this a lot, which I love so much (laughs) because it's like, we can't even start to like come up with a plan of attack unless we're, we realize like what's going on. Yeah. Like be in your body. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so the Elix health assessment is about 50 to 60 questions and it starts off with the menstrual cycle. So like, you know, what are all the different symptoms you're experiencing? And like, even something like pain, let's break it down. Is it like sharp and stabbing pain? Is it a dull pain? Is, do you have like more of a warm sensation or like a cold sensation? And like, you know, in Chinese medicine, everything coming out of your body is a reflection of what's going on in your body. And so like kind of weird and taboo stuff, but like really encourage people to look at like the color of your urine and like how your digestive health, um, and your bowel movements are, you know, if, are you constipated or do you have like loose running stools? Because all of that points to underlying balance of like, you know, do you run like cold and damp or are you running hot? And then that leads to different foods and different herbs and different like exercises, quite frankly, that are good for you. 
All right, we needed to take a break from this episode really quick because if you are somebody who wants to safely stop hormonal birth control or you have an irregular or non-existent period or you have PCOS or low fertility or maybe you're struggling with your digestion or you have really painful periods, well, I have something for you that I need to fill you in on. If you're not familiar, I have a course called The Mind Your Hormones Method and the seventh round of it is about to be starting at the end of this month in August, in August, in April of 20. 22. So if you don't know about this course, the Mind Your Hormones Method is a proven holistic approach to hormone health and wellness. And it teaches you how to have a regular PMS and pain-free period, how to thrive with PCOS, how to boost your fertility, have more energy and better digestion, all by healing the root cause of your symptoms, because that is the only way to truly heal and thrive. And we do this naturally using food, lifestyle, and supplementation as medicine. And the reason why this method is so freaking effective is because we address the five major root causes of all hormonal imbalances. And since everything in your body is connected, when one area of your body improves, so does everything else. And I know you've probably tried so many different things and maybe you're feeling frustrated right now and you just really want the answers. Here is a method for you that is proven. And it's literally your roadmap to a hormone healthy lifestyle, taking you step by step of exactly what you need to do to get the results that you desire and that you deserve to have. This method has literally been effective since day one when I first started it after I left teaching in August of 2020. And I have just been refining it and improving it over and over and over and over again. So I'm so freaking passionate about it because it works. And I know that this is something that if you are experiencing any of the things that we're talking about, I know you would find immense value in it. So this is a 10-week video series course. You get lifetime access to it. There are five group coaching calls that come with it because every other week, I want to make sure that I'm in there with you, answering your questions, guiding you through it, connecting you with the other women in there. It's so amazing because you have way more contact with me. You have the proven strategy in front of you, and you have a community of women who are doing it with you, who are like-minded and who get what you're going through. So if this is something that you're interested in, text me the word METHOD to 516-430-5144. If you're on my text list, you get my weekly text. It's the same number. You could also always message me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica. I love to send voice memos there. So you can always message me over there. And the link will be in the show notes in case you are doing something right now. Maybe you're walking or going for a run or showering and you can't you know, get jot this number down. Of course, it's in the show notes. So the Mind Your Hormones Method is available for you. It is going to help you. It is proven. I am so confident in it. And I cannot wait to see who I get to support and get to see you thriving because you put the work in and because you believed in yourself enough and you invested in yourself. So I can't freaking wait for it. I will see you in there. And now let's get back into today's show. You know, I always give the example that there's so many, there's so many health trends. Uh, like, so I, so I, for one, love turmeric. I think turmeric is an amazing herb, but if someone has like, um, a lot of constipation and is already running hot, then turmeric might not be the best herb for them. Mm-hmm. And so, so much of Chinese medicine is about a personalized approach of like right treatment for the right person at the right point in time, because your body is also going to adapt and shift depending on like your levels of stress the seasons and so forth. So we have this initial health assessment. Once you take it, it gives you some indicators of like what might be the underlying root cause. And then we um, give you a recommended list of herbs that could be great for you. 
And we really wanted to make this available as a free resource for people to like learn about herbs, learn about their body and so forth. And we envision building like a next iteration of our health assessment, hopefully working with practitioners like you, where after someone takes it, they could gain more information about like diet, health and lifestyle, you know, things to do, not to do. Um, so we've been working really hard at building out our online digital health magazine. It's called The Wisdom. It has a ton of different recipes from like detox um, salads to like, you know, what are great medicinal mocktails? Like how do you start Ooh. to incorporate some of these like super fruits into your mocktails and maybe like reach for that instead of a glass of wine occasionally. Yes. Okay. It's called The Wisdom, you said? The Wisdom. Okay, yeah. I'll put that in the show notes too. So Um, Okay. So I have a question for you then. So if you're talking just on like a basic level, if someone's listening to this and you're talking about how some people run more cold and some people run more hot and how that could be a sign of an imbalance, because that's something that easily we could acknowledge and recognize in our bodies. So say someone runs cold, what is that like, like a sign of, and is there something that they could start doing to help support that imbalance, obviously go and take the quiz so you can get a full rundown of it, but just to have them start thinking about this and kind of understanding an imbalance they may have in their body. Great. Um, so there's definitely a lot of other factors, but let's say someone consistently, um, runs cold and you notice that like your hands, your feet, you're always cold, then they could benefit from like warming herbs. Mm -hmm. So like the turmeric, the ginger, like all, um, like cinnamon, all of these things that like warm you up from the inside out. There's also an underlying, um, pattern as it relates to menstrual imbalances. That's known as like a cold, wet accumulation where like then pain might start like a couple of hours before your period. Um, and like during um, your period, you might feel like this type of like dull pain and you just might feel like, especially if there's dampness, like this like heaviness, this like extreme mm. fatigue, like can't get out of bed, like can't move. Um, and you might have like bloating and like different like bowel movements. And you might have like a white layer, like on your tongue when you mm. wake up in the morning. Um, and like in that case, you know, we recommend like also herbs that like help clear, um, dampness and, um, foods you could eat like azuki beans are really great, um, food for like clearing dampness, but it kind of like, you know, like everything works, um, together to form someone's underlying pattern. So that's why we want to look at like, not just the symptoms, but also like urine bowel movement. Mm -hmm. And the last step of our health assessment is we ask for a photo of the user tongue because the tongue is an external indicator. That's a reflection of internal health. And we actually offer our community members tongue reading sessions with our uh, lead medical advisor, Dr. Liam Lee. He's the chief Chinese medicine practitioner at the Moffitt Cancer Center in Florida. And so a lot of women undergoing cancer treatment, they can't take synthetic hormones. And so he's um, really skilled at formulating alternative like herbal approaches for women. Oh my gosh. I love that. When I, I, um, I've been a proponent of acupuncture for years and I've been going for so long and that's the, always checks my tongue, checks my pulse. And I think it's the coolest thing where your tongue is such a sign of what's going on. Like sometimes we like, Oh, there's a crack or, Oh, it's inflamed or the tip is red. Like, you know, he'll go into all these things and it's so cool. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's part of your assessment. Amazing. Yeah. So, the red tip is like a huge indicator of 
of like, um, it correlates to the heart organ. Mm. And in Chinese medicine, when some, when there's like a, a mental health, um, challenge in Chinese, it's actually referred to as, um, you have like a heart illness mm. because it's believed that when something is like really troubling you, it's like, you feel it in your heart. Yeah, Like wow. if, some, if there's like resentment, if there's like extreme, like stress, frustration, it's like, mm. that's where we carry it. And so, um, that's where like, if, if there's like a lot of like stress and frustration, but more so like kind of like deeply ingrained and or interpersonal, um, you start to see that like tip red. Wow. So cool. That is so cool. Okay. So if someone's cold, that of course there could be thyroid issues, other things yep. that go into it, like you said, but warming herbs is amazing. And azuki, azuki beans, you said? Yep. Azuki yep. beans for clearing dampness. And I would say overall, like avoiding like raw foods and vegetables and mm-hmm. eating things that are like more like cooked and like easier to digest. Um, yeah. Okay. Amazing. And then what if someone is just always running hot? They're like, I'm always warm. I'm always hot. What can we do for that? Yeah. I mean, I I think it's important for us to get to like, what is the cause of like the heat and the inflammation? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we always want to look at the root cause, but there's a lot of great herbs that like help clear heat um, in the different formulas. Then a lot of foods um, like bitter greens, like basically Mm -hmm. a lot of things that are like bitter and like detoxing Mm -hmm. um, clear heat really well. And so that's kind of where like in some of our blends, we have an herb, um, actually this guy, Angelica Sinensis, um, Dangui. It's one, it's like an amazing, um, it's an adaptogen, an herb that helps the body adapt to stress. It's almost known as like the female ginseng because it's so great for um, the female reproductive system. And it's one that's in almost every one of our blends. And, you know, what's interesting about it is um, there's all these things it does from a hormone balancing and heat clearing perspective in Chinese medicine. But then in a Western clinical term, it's been shown to contain folic acid, iron, mm. biotin, calcium, vitamins, B12, A, E, like all of these things that like, you know, are recommended in women's multivitamins. And yes. instead of taking it synthetically, you can take it in an herb form. And wow. it's often used in like um, chicken stews and things if you're using it as food. Wow. Okay. So for the herbs, again, if someone is new to herbs supporting our hormones, like how, how do they actually support our hormones? How do they work in our body? I know obviously every herb is different, but for someone who's maybe just starting out on this podcast or just starting out on a natural journey and they're used to the medical side of things, or the, I should say the traditional medical side of things with like synthetic, um, pharmaceuticals and things like that, how do herbs actually support our hormones in general? And how can that help our, on our wellness journey? Yeah. I mean, I mean, so I, I guess like depending on the formula that's recommended, there might be a different type of, um, efficacy, but in general, like the broadest terms, a lot of these herbs are Mm anti-inflammatory. So they help reduce like the levels of inflammation and the herb like, um, Angelica sinensis that I showed you has been proven to help balance hormones like estrogen and progesterone. And then there's other herbs that are really, um, specific like reishi mushroom. Uh, I've got this guy here. It's one of my favorite. Whoa, that's, I've never (laughs) seen one that big before. Oh my God. Is that real? Yeah. 
It's really, yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, that's it's amazing. Sizes, um, like here's wow. a smaller reishi. Um, but so reishi is like really amazing at like regulating cortisol, the stress hormone. Mm. And we know, like from a Western biomedical perspective, like a lot of times, like hormone imbalance could be caused by stress, like the cortisol steal. And so our yeah. body is busy producing cortisol. And then it's taking away from the normal fluctuations of like estrogen and progesterone to help us feel balanced throughout the month. Uh, And then depending on if someone has you know, like really chronic pain. There's other herbs like Cori Dallas, which is known as like a natural um, ibuprofen. It's been clinically shown to help reduce uterine spasms, which are essentially cramps. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really why we we wanted to um, launch a platform, you know, really the first that personalizes these formulas, because depending yeah. on what an individual is going through, they might need something else. And oftentimes we see actually... of the Elix community has a chronic underlying condition like PCOS or endometriosis Mm -hmm. or fibroids. And she may come to us and start on, let's say, a heavy pain formula or like a cycle regulation formula. Um, and then after a few months, like the pain might be gone and she might just want support with like, you know, like more like stress management, mood swings and fatigues. And then she might move to a different type of formula. Um, so that's why we've actually built in a quarterly health assessment so we can, um, track her progress with her and then make adjustments to her formula as needed. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Because things are changing, right? With your hormones, it's not always the same, right? Cause, because right. they shift based on how, what's going on internally, how you are managing your stress, how busy you are, if, like what's going on in your life. So that's so cool. I absolutely love that. Your website is just so amazing. This entire platform is so awesome. Um, so I love it. So let's talk about some of your products. And I do want to talk about supplements in general. I know that you were, we were talking before we started recording about a clinical trial you recently were doing about like things to look for in supplementation, because as you and I both know, all supplements are not created equal. And unfortunately there are thousands probably of supplements on the market that could almost be like worse than just not taking anything because of some of the fillers they have in there. And if someone is trying to support their health, they're like, yay, amazing. Like I'm going to start supplements and they don't know what to look for. What can we really look for in supplements or what are some of the standards and values that you at Elix really um, adhere by to make sure that you are providing, you know, quality supplementation and all of that? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it comes down to three things to look for. Um, the first is sourcing, you know, like where are they actually getting their raw ingredients for the supplement? Uh, and at Elix, we source all of our herbs like organically, ethically, and we triple test every single batch. Wow. And that's really important for us. Like we test it at the source. We test it when it comes into our manufacturing facility. And then we test it again once it leaves our facility. And then like the second thing is, and, and and because like if the herbs are not like sourced organically and like ethically, you know, you could be putting what you think is something good for you, but it's filled with like, you know, various different chemicals used yeah, in the pesticides, herbicides. Exactly. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. why organic vegetables are so important. Yeah. And then the second thing is processing. Um, so oh, it's like so <laughs> I could probably talk about this for days, but I will spare you. You know, like, um, basically like the Chinese method, 
ancient Chinese method of getting the most bioavailable and potent herbs is through a process called decoction, where you source like raw dried herbs, you boil it down in water, um, and then you drink the concentrated, um, uh, herbal tincture and nothing else should go in it. Like this is how my grandparents made herbs at home. And that's really the process we've tried to follow at Alex. But unfortunately, a lot of pills and powders on the market are either just ground up raw herbs. And if it's an herb, like a medicinal mushroom or like, um, or like a, some type of hard root, like a ginseng, if it's just ground up herb, your body has no way to absorb it and, um, extract the nutrients and worse. Sometimes if it's like a harder, like fibrous root, it could actually cause indigestion and other Mm. issues from the consumption. So not only might you not be getting the benefits, but it could also be causing other issues. Making it worse. Right. Right. Because it hasn't been like extracted in a way that the phytonutrients are actually can be absorbed by your body. So I would say always ask like, how is it manufactured? How is it extracted? And like making sure, you know, there's no like to your point, chemicals or solvents or other things being put in, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of people place like profit over people Mm-hmm. And to the fastest way to extract herbs is like with all of these chemicals. And here at Alex, like we actually boil down each and every herb and depending on the process that's best for the herb. So a delicate herb, like a mint, we might boil for like a couple of hours, but a harder um, root or herb like the reishi mushroom or the ginseng, we might boil down for up to three weeks. Wow. And these like, Yeah in water three weeks. And then like every day someone goes and agitates the herbs, swirls it around. Amazing. Oh (laughs) my God. Closed canisters so that we're even capturing the essential oils from the steam. Um, And then at the end, we mix all of our herbs together and we stabilize it in organic glycerin. So there's never anything else besides like herb, water, and glycerin Mm. um, in the formulas. And, And that's, you know, I think really one of the, and I would say the third thing is the, um, the actual formulation, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain herbs that should go together because they unlock the, um, phytonutrients of one another. Um, and it just doesn't work the same when someone takes like a Chinese herb, like a ginseng or an angelica and like mix it into a multivitamin. Right. Right. <laughs> doesn't make body sense. is just not going to get the benefits. And unfortunately mm-hmm. I see so many formulation disasters all the time on the market. It's like whatever herb is trending, let's just take it and put it into something else. Yeah. That's not exactly how it's intended to be used and how it's been proven um, effective for thousands of years. Right. So does that not make it not effective? Does it make it where it makes anything worse or is it just kind of like canceling it out? Like it's just not how the herb is meant to be used. I would say most of the time it cancels itself out, but then there Mm -hmm. are times where it could be formula, like all all of our Alex formulas are formulated in a way that's balanced. And what I mean by that is there's like active ingredient herbs, and then there's like harmonizing herbs. Um, And then, so like, if we have a lot of heat clearing herbs, we add in some harmonizing herbs as well, so that the effect is not too intense. Mm. Um, But what I see is if it's not formulated based on classical um, formulation theory, then, you know, you could have a formula that's too heating or a formula that's like too cold. um, And so it it could cause side effects as well. It's so crazy that 
this is not more mainstream. Like, I don't understand why more people aren't using herbs to support, not just like to be proactive in our health, but also to help heal certain things. Like it's so, they're so powerful and not a lot of people really know about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of have some um, hypotheses for why that is, Oh, let's hear uh, it. <laughs> but, but to answer your question, like, um, you know, I think I grew up with a lot of this knowledge. It's kind of it's like, so it's, it's so interesting. It's like, it's kind of passed down from generation to generation, like naturally in the spring, like my mom and my mother-in-law will start like making more soups with like detoxing greens because like spring oh. is the time to like detox. And like in the mm-hmm. fall, they start making things with like more like medicinal mushrooms and more like poria other things to like soothe the lungs because sometimes like our lungs could have like um could be weakened in the fall and like they start to incorporate more like warming spices and like root vegetables and so I think some of it is like a way of living and cultural Mm -hmm. um in terms of food as thy medicine but once I once I was at Saks and I saw how incredible these herbs were. Uh, well, first of all, all my girlfriends at Saks were like, can I just drink what Dr. Shah gave you? That sounded yeah, amazing. Seriously. And I went back to Dr. Shah and his response was basically, absolutely not. Your blend was for you because of your line pattern. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. He's like, you know, I'd have to see your friends to figure out what they needed. And I was like thinking, well, my friends are not going to go to China. So we've got to figure out a way to bring this process online. Yes. And that's when I started um, taking a ton of different um, herbalist classes. And I studied at with um, Red Moon Wellness and I studied with Arbor Vitae here in New York uh, and then also took some classes at Empress College out in California and then started wow. building our Elix Medical Advisory Board. I've learned so much from all of our medical advisors. Um, this has really been like the dream job and I feel like I'm learning more with our community every single day. Wow. Um, but to answer a question about like, you know, kind of why herbs aren't more mainstream, I think for a lot of people, there's this question of like, where do I even start? And yeah. Who, so I was going to ask that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And you know, like when I was looking for more herbs that could help me even with other things in life, like sleep or stress or immunity, it's like you go to whole foods and, or you go on Amazon even worse. And it's like, <laughs> there's literally like thousands of products. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why it was so important for us at Alex to, you know, as a small company, we only launched two years ago, but we've prioritized investing in clinical research. And this first clinical um, trial for us is really meaningful because I think there's just not enough research that exists on how and why these herbs um, do what they do in the body. And so this is definitely like our first of many studies. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to just, you know, expand the conversation both on research for herbs um, and also research for women's health. You know, it's kind of insane. In the US, only 4% of healthcare R&D goes to women's health. Wow. And so that's why there's still so much we don't know about the female body, even though we represent half the population. Just crazy. Oh my gosh. That is so wild. I did not know that number. So, um, okay. I want to kind of pivot for a second and talk to you about what you were talking about when you said like, you know, with the seasons and your mom and grandma would just like start shifting things based off of where it is. So how can someone, you know, aside from, of course, going to Alex Healing website, which I'm going to put in the show notes and take that quiz, like get the formulas. I want to talk more about the formulas in a second, but 
what is something that maybe um, this a woman listening can do for heading into spring, right? Like we are heading into the spring right now. Spring is upon us. So what are some things that you recommend um, incorporating in the spring, like food-wise that we could start incorporating that's going to really help us detox, you know, during this system, uh, this season? Yeah, spring is all about, um, you know, kind of uh, in Chinese medicine, like shedding that hibernation Mm. of winter, um, figuring out like what can you let go of? Mm. uh, And then how do you, and and so that's kind of like, you know, mind, body and spirit, like physical, what's inside and what's outside. And then in terms of foods, it's all about the bitter greens. Um, And so you think about like mustard greens, you think about like all these different like microgreens and kale and things that are really going to help you um, detox Mm -hmm. and and like foods that are really fibrous and then things like um, celery and carrots um, and and slowly introducing more and more like raw foods into your diet as we head into summer, but being like, you know, like one of my favorite recipes actually right now, um, I'm like having it almost every day, um, but is a, a really simple chicken soup. Um, so like, you know, you can use like red meat or I mean, white meat or dark meat, um, but then putting in like carrots, putting in celery, putting in the adzuki beans to help clear the dampness um, and then adding and then you know, you can make a big batch of it. And then whenever you're heating it up, throwing in additional greens, like additional kale when you're like boiling it or something. Mm. Um, and if you want that extra protein, you could even, I love like, as you're heating the soup up, like dropping a, um, an egg inside and swirling it around and it gives it some nice texture. And it's like Chinese, like egg drop soup. It's like, it just adds a little bit of like, um, almost like creaminess without the cream. I think dampness is just really common in Western culture and general because you know like we all love to overindulge on Mm. um french fries and fried foods and alcohol and sugars and dairy so all of the stuff creates an accumulation of damp um and so stuff that really helps clear damp i find is typically good for everyone Mm, and actually that's part of um we uh, we launched a new product called Daily Harmony. So we have our personalized formulas for menstrual health. But then what we were hearing in the follow-up health assessment was a lot, a lot of people wanted something. They're like, okay, Alexa's really helped me with my cycle, but what about every other day of the month? You know, is yeah. there something that could help support my daily hormone balance, stress response? And so we actually... Um, recreated a 1000 year old Chinese formula called Xiaoyao San. Uh, and Xiaoyao San has been used for like over a thousand years. And it's been clinically studied in Asia to even help with like mild cases of anxiety, depression, to help with the side effects of SSRIs. Um, and mm. it's a beautiful blend of like ginseng and reishi medicinal mushroom and the angelica sinensis. And it's meant to be taken every day of the month. Um, and it really helps with things like damp, with fatigue, um, with, you know, like with, um, different manifestations of stress. Like for some people, stress could be exhaustion and fatigue for others. It could be trouble focusing, um, and support with mental clarity. And for others, it could be trouble like sleeping and calming and winding ourselves down. And so this is just like a really beautiful overall balancing formula. Wow. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, oh my gosh. So I could talk to you for literally hours, <laughs> um, but I want to respect your time. So, okay. The, 
let's talk about the um, women are just going to go to the website, elixhealing.com. You take the quiz and it gives you a personalized formula. Is it in the drops too, like the Daily Harmony is? Yep, exactly. Um, so you get a you get a recommendation of a, a formula. We have like several different options on the back end, and then once you get it, it has your name on the side of the bottle, so you know it's the one that's meant for your pattern. Um, and we also have a three month happiness guarantee because you know we know it's like a big commitment to try something new, and especially with herbs, it's important to give it at least three months um, mm-hmm. so that you could start feeling the difference. It's kind of like you know when you start eating like salads you know you can't mm-hmm. just have like one salad and yeah. expect to immediately feel better like I, I'm, I'm cured everything's fine yeah but a lot of what we hear is even in the first um, or second cycle people notice things like brighter color menstrual blood because mm. the herbs are helping to improve blood circulation or like wow. less clotting um, or like lighter flow um and so we in the first month you kind of get a box with like a pamphlet that tells you all about like what to expect and our team is great um we're always here to support you I love that. Okay. So I'm definitely going to go take that quiz. I had, you thankfully sent me the daily, um, elixir. Yes. Harmony. But I do want to do also a personalized one. So I'm excited to do that. Um, okay. So a a question for this, if someone is thinking about this, if they are on hormonal birth control or if they are on, uh, you know, depressant medication, any other medication, is it safe to take with that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, 30% of our community is actually using Elix to support with the side effects of um, hormonal birth control and or to prepare herself for going off the pill. Yes, um, yes. which is what I'm all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, amazing. Um, okay, so go take the quiz. You get your personalized supplement. And I know that we have a code for my community, yes. correct? Yes, Corinne, for 15% off um, any anything on the site. Um, and yeah, I, I can't wait to hear everyone's feedback. I, I guess I will just say one last thing. We did recently release a state of menstrual health report. So we've had almost 150,000 people complete our online health assessment now. And so we just released a report of some of those findings and it's so interesting. It's like, you know, 20 to 30% of us experience symptoms so severe. We end up canceling plans one or two days a week, or I mean a month and almost 51% of us, um, half of us can't predict when our next cycle is. And so, you know, overwhelmingly these are big issues. And like you said, just because they're common doesn't mean they should be normal. Exactly. Oh my God. I'm so grateful for you and the work that you are doing. I'm so glad you left Saks to do this and to run this company because your site is amazing. There's so much education on there about the herbs, about traditional Chinese medicine. Like, please go check it out. They're doing such amazing things. More people need to know about this brand because herbs are so powerful. And I feel like it's such an easy thing for now. You've made it easy because you're doing all the heavy lifting. You don't have to boil the herbs yourself. Like you had to, and all of that, which, you know, if you want to do that, cool, but you've done all the heavy lifting and you, it's so amazing. The high quality that it is like, I would never be sharing anything unless I knew how high quality it is. So I'm so grateful for all that you are doing in this world. And, um, I can't wait for everybody to go check it out again. I will put all this information in the show notes. So all the, um, websites that you were talking about, the quiz, the link to go um, with the discount code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E. So you can get 15% off to check it out. 
Um, is there anything else, Lulu, that you want to share or leave with the listener? Anything that we didn't cover? I mean, Corinne, I'm just so grateful for the work that you are doing. And Aww, that is our you. ultimate like hope for Alex. We we know it's so almost like overwhelming to get healthy these days. Mm-hmm. And we hope that with someone trying Alex, just by introducing the simple um, behavior of adding these tinctures into their morning drinks or teas, that she could start to feel better, then hopefully we could be the entryway to her discovering additional resources, like perhaps like working with you as a coach, mm-hmm. like incorporating more like diet and like mindfulness and nutrition um, into her life, you know, because it's over overwhelming to get started. So if she could just start with this one simple thing, and our hope is that that leads her to, you know, discovering all these other shifts that she can make to, um, sustainably improve her health. Oh my gosh. I love that. Wait, I just thought of something else now that when you said that, (laughs) Uh, wait, so the, the tinctures, the drops that you get, you could take, do you recommend taking them just on their own or do you recommend putting them in a tea? Do they, do they withstand heat? Like, how does that work? We, um, I personally, um, because they are stabilizing glycerin, we get a lot of feedback that they taste like honey with wildflowers. So I personally love using it in like my morning matcha or like Mm -hmm. I make like an herbal latte or like my afternoon tea because there's like the sweetness that I can add it, or I love adding it to my kombucha. And yes, Mm -hmm. you can add it to anything hot, cold. We have community members who add it to their like yogurt or their chia seed pudding as like a little topper. Um, like there's literally no wrong way to take it. And we encourage people to build a menstrual wellness ritual, um, around it and really use taking Alex as a moment to tune in and just like care for yourself. Oh, I love it so much. If you are, if you're listening to this and you love this episode as much episode, this conversation as much as I do, um, and you are trying out these herbs and using it, please tag me. Are you on, you're on Instagram? Yes. What's your handle? Uh, my personal handle is Lulu G L U L U G E. And then Elix is at Elix healing. Yes. And of course, this is all going to be in the show notes. Um, if you are listening to this and you get them and you want to share and show us how you're taking them, please tag Elix, tag Lulu, tag myself. That's something that's really helpful for our guests coming on is they want to see who is listening and how what you thought of the episode of the conversation. Like, please tag her and me on Instagram and share any of your takeaways because this is just such important work that you're doing. And I want everyone to shower you with love and just share all the takeaways that they got from this episode, which they're probably gonna have to listen to it again because there's so much in here, but um, they do one for the summer. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I would love that. That would be so fun. Oh, thank you so much, Corinne. This has been such a joy. Yes, you too. Thank you everyone for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.